Hello, hello. Today we are diving into what really is imposter syndrome, the root of the issue when you find yourself spiraling and unmotivated or discouraged because of imposter syndrome. And I'm going to give you four things that you can do to kick it out of your life. Are you a photographer mama feeling like a crazy person just trying to balance motherhood and a photography business that just isn't paying the bills? Wonder how you'll ever survive when you're seemingly a tiny little fish in a quickly growing photographer sea? You know God put this dream in your heart, but you can't shut up the negative self-talk as you get sucked down the comparison spiral again. Hey friend, I'm Marina, wife, mama, and family photographer saved by grace. Listen, I know the mom guilt all too well as you go from feeling guilty because your kids need you to being frustrated because your business does too. I've been in that vicious burnout cycle, wondering if I could turn this creative outlet into a real deal business that didn't take up all of my time and asking God if this really is where he wants me to be. I finally realized I didn't have to pretend to be someone I'm not in order to get clients and I figured out a way to create a sustainable business that lights my soul on fire, all while editing with a little one at my feet. In this podcast, you'll find practical ways to transform your business from a time-consuming hobby to a profitable business that you're excited about. My mission is to speak life and build back that confidence that has been torn down by comparison, mom guilt, and everything in between so that you can have that dream business that also pays your bills. So welcome. This is your safe space where we release the mom guilt and silence the negative Nancy that lives in your brain rent-free. If you're ready to ditch hustle culture, grow your business, and find a photography bestie slash cheerleader along the way, you're in the exact right place. Go find your lukewarm coffee and just toss some ice in there and let's grow your confidence. So what is imposter syndrome? You hear it all the time. I feel like it gets thrown around all the time now. But it's that feeling that you get when you feel inadequate, unqualified, you feel like you're not as good as whoever else. It's feeling like everybody else is better than you, they're more successful than you, it's comparison. At the end of the day, (laughs) what it comes down to is it's just comparison, it's comparing yourself and it's feeling like you're just, you're faking it, you're an imposter, you're a phony, you're not where you should be, you're not where you want to be and because of that you don't feel like you're good enough or worthy enough to be in business or to talk about why you are the best and why people should hire you. But at the same time, you feel like you just have to fake it and nobody can know that you're having these thoughts. And at the root of it, it's an identity crisis. And okay, maybe you're like, whoa, okay, Marina, that is not me. I know who I am. I'm not having an identity crisis. I just wish I was as good as all the other photographers that post their work on the Facebook pages and they get featured on all the Instagram accounts. But bear with me, okay? Let's really figure out where this imposter syndrome is coming from in the first place. So I want you to tell me, where do you look for approval? Is it your family and friends? Is it your spouse? Is it your children? Is it social media? Is it your clients? Where you look for approval and acceptance will affect what you believe about yourself, regardless of if it's true or false. And look, there is always going to be someone who can do something better, who seems more confident, who seems to have it all together, 
who seems like everything just works out for them, but you don't really know what is actually going on and how many people are just faking it, the whole fake it till you make it thing, or really just trying really dang hard just to make it seem like everything is okay. It's actually really funny because I was just talking to a friend the other day and I made some comment. I don't remember what we were talking about, but I made some comment about how it's still hard for me sometimes. And I, I have to constantly remind myself not to worry about what others may think of me. And she was like, That's crazy that you say that because I would have never thought that you care about what others think about you. You seem so confident all the time. It made me laugh because I do think about that. (laughs) And I feel like it's just natural for you to think about what so-and-so may think or what others' opinions are about you. I feel like it's human. It's just something that we do. But it's a battle and it's in your head and you have to remind yourself that you're not in competition with anyone but yourself. The only bar that you should be comparing yourself to is your own, and that has to line up with God's will for your life. At the end of the day, competition and comparison are isolating. It's lonely. It's not a good place to be. But again, I feel like it's it can be natural, right? It's it's natural, especially as creatives, to fall into that comparison trap and then basically just spiral (laughs) into thinking that because you aren't as good as whoever else, that there's something wrong with you. Because we pour ourselves into our work. So it's personal. It's not just a photo. It's not just a design. It's not just your work. It's you. It's an extension of you. So how do we really kick this in the booty, right? I think the first thing is that we just really have to find our true identity outside of being a photographer. So who are you outside of that? Who are you if that part of your life, if photography was taken away? And I, I will admit myself, it's scary sometimes thinking about that because I realized that so much of my identity has been wrapped up in photography and being a photographer. I mean, I picked up a camera the first time when I was like 15, 14, 15. So it's been a long time that photography has been a part of my life and a part of my identity, if you will. So then it's easy to feel like I am not good enough or talented enough or feel like I am a failure just because somebody else didn't give me words of affirmation or didn't give me any approval. If that one client didn't text me back with OMG and all the emojis after they saw their images, you know? But it really comes down to, again, finding your true identity outside of photography, outside of being a photographer. Who are you? And what does God say about you? So for me, I'm a mom. I take that very seriously. When I became a mom, when I first found out I was pregnant, that's a whole other story, but I was, it was the shock of our lives. (laughs) But as soon as we knew that that baby was coming, I knew that it was a big deal and I was not going to take it lightly And I wanted to be intentional in raising this child because eventually he's going to be somebody's spouse and friend and 
boss or employee, like this is going to be a hopefully productive member of society. And I want to make sure that I do everything in my power to raise him right, you know, to at least raise him to be a kind human. And like, yes, okay, I'm a mom, right? That's super important to me. I'm also a wife. I'm also a friend. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. There's so much more to me than just photography, right? There's so much more to you than just photography or just your creativity, whatever that is. But even that cannot be my full identity. Your job, your business, your creative outlet, whether it's photography or something else, that can't be your full identity. The same way that being a mom, a wife, a friend, a daughter should not be your full identity because, I mean, it wouldn't be fair to myself or to my family or my son to wrap my identity around just being my son's mom. Because then when he gets married and moves out, then what? Then who am I? Then what do I have? So really, the most important question that we have to ask ourselves is, what does God say about who I am? What does God say about you? Because if you know beyond the shadow of a doubt who he thinks you are and what he thinks about you, then it's not going to matter what everybody else says or thinks. So that's number one. Just meditate on the truth of what he says and who he says that you are, what your purpose is here on this earth. At the end of the day, photography is great. Being a mom is great. But we're here for the sole purpose of glorifying the Lord and telling people about who he is and what he has done in our lives, right? Like that is the whole point of why we're here. And if we are not glorifying God with everything that we do in everything that we do, then what's the point? <laughs> then it it doesn't really matter. And so really meditate on that truth, on who he has called you to be, what he has called you to do here, and keep that in the front of your mind. I think the enemy really loves to deceive us into thinking that God has not called us to be anything special, that we're not chosen, that we're not good enough, that we are not made in his very image and likeness, which is a full-blown creative human because hello, like God created the heavens and the earth and everything else. <laughs> it's literally the devil's oldest trick in the book. It's deceit. And so whenever you're having these thoughts of, I'm just an imposter, I'm not good enough, I'm not creative enough, just know that these thoughts are not coming from the Lord. And you really need to renew your mind and take those thoughts captive. And like at the same time, there's a lot to be said um, about the, the whole term of, you know, you are good enough, whether we are good enough or not. Especially when you are a Christian and you follow the Lord, you love Jesus. I think it's different for us because, yeah, we are not good enough just on our own 
we do need Jesus because apart from him, we are nothing. Aside from him, we are destined to a hopeless life here on earth and we do need him to fulfill us because he is the only one and the only thing that can truly give us that peace and hope and fullness of life. But that's also a whole different topic. But it starts, I think, with, like I said, renewing your mind and reminding yourself about what God says about you. Because if you know that, then nothing else will be able to shake that. The second thing that you can do to really start to fight off imposter syndrome is really just figuring out your why. Why are you doing this? Why photography? Why are you in business? Why did God call you to this, what for? And you really need to keep that in the front of your mind. And look, if you start off by saying, well, I'm doing this, like my why is because I like photography and I need to make money. I'm gonna need you to dig a little bit deeper, okay? (laughs) So growing up, we would do this thing where anytime we wanted to get something or we wanted to do something, my parents would make us do seven levels. And I, I know they read this in a book and I cannot remember right now off the top of my head, but we would have to basically write down seven levels deep to find our why. And I feel like this has been a really cool way to really figure out why do I want this? Why do I want to do this? Why am I doing this other thing? And so anyways, basically what you do, we start off with the question, why? Why photography, right? Whatever your initial response is, you're going to ask why to that. So if you say, well, I like photography and I need to make money. Okay, why do you like photography and why do you need to make money? So then you have to answer that. Well, because I love being creative and, you know, I need the extra income. Okay, so why do you like being creative? Well, you know, whatever. Like, it's so interesting to be able to do that and go seven levels. And so you ask yourself why seven times. So as you get closer and closer to that seventh why, you'll find more often than not that you're going to actually find the true reason why you're doing any of this. And that is what's going to keep you going. Even when it gets hard, even when you feel like you're not good enough, even when you feel like you're just an imposter. Because listen, our feelings, our hearts, they can lie to us and we need to be able to battle that with truth. And if you know why you're doing this in the first place and that is solid, you're going to be good to go. So for example, my why is a lot deeper than just, you know, I was the artsy kid that always wanted to prove (laughs) to everybody that I didn't need a college degree to be successful. Like, yes, that's a part of it, but way, way deeper than that is the fact that my grandparents on my dad's side both passed away when I was pretty young. And guess what? I don't have any photos with them. I have maybe two or three where I was a tiny little baby and that's it. And I remember when they passed, it was basically like one, one year. And then the next year, my grandma also passed away. Like, It just happened so fast, it felt, within the span of just a couple years. And I remember being so sad that I couldn't look at pictures of them. I couldn't 
go back and remember them. And as time went by, which at this point, it's been it's been years, I remember, you know, as we hit the two year mark, and then the three year and the five year, like, my little brain could not stand the fact that I was forgetting their faces. And it was really sad, because I couldn't go back and see all the memories and all the photos. And there was not a lot of that. And that comes with me and is at the root of why I feel like photos are so important. Because at the end of the day, that is gonna be all that people have left of you. That is all you're gonna have left of your loved ones after their time comes, after our time comes. You only have the memories. And having photos, yes, okay, practically speaking, maybe it's not the most useful thing, But there's still something so important about photos and being able to remember and honor the people that we love with photos and remembering the moments that we shared with them. So that's my why photography. (laughs) That's, That's the seven levels deep answer to why I love photography and why it's so important to me. And at the same time, I know that this is essentially my mission field. I may not be halfway around the world in a third world country where we're just digging wells for people that need clean water, but we can still serve and minister to people even here. Because let me tell you, if you're not ministering to your neighbor, to your friends, to the people that you work with, you're probably not going to do that if you go on a missions trip halfway around the world. Just saying. (laughs) It starts where you are in your home, with your family, with your friends, with the people that are already around you. So for me, my business is my mission field. And that is why I'm so open about my beliefs and who Jesus is to me, because I really do want to spread that message and his love and all of the things. So figure out your why, okay? That is your homework. (laughs) And honestly, it's probably going to be really fun to figure it out. So maybe let's not even call it homework. That word kind of sometimes doesn't feel very good. Anyways, number three, just take a break from social media. Seriously, I think when I am starting to feel a lot more of the imposter syndrome and not being able to shake it off, most of the time it's because I've just been so consumed by social media and I am consuming a lot more than I am creating. And so if you are starting to feel this and you're like, oh, that kind of makes sense. I'm on Instagram all the time. I'm on Facebook all the time. Or even if it's not all the time, just take a break. Everything's going to be there when you come back. It's not going to be the end of the world. Even if you just do regular breaks, like you don't have to get off of Instagram for a whole month to see results and, you know, all of that. There have been times where I just take a couple days off or Most of the time I take regular breaks just over the weekends and I don't stress out about posting over the weekend or I just don't use the apps during the weekend so that I can just not focus on that for a minute. This will really help you clear your mind and I think it really helps with the imposter syndrome just because you're not looking at what everybody else is doing and comparing it to your own work. Does that make sense? And then the last thing is just 
taking breaks in general in your business. Don't overbook yourself. Give yourself white space in your calendar regularly so that you're not constantly burnt out. Take those breaks. For me, that looks like not booking sessions on Sundays because I want Sundays to be my family day. And I know my limits are basically about two sessions a week. That's my max. If I want to be able to also enjoy my family and enjoy my hobbies and enjoy my friends and not be constantly using photography as my whole identity. And at the same time, just take creative sessions just for you. Do styled sessions or just style your own family or your kids and take photos of them. Just do something creative that's just for you. Remind yourself of why you fell in love with photography in the first place. I think that's one of the things that is so sad to me (laughs) is that I have all these photos of all these people that come to me to capture their moments and their memories. And then I look back and I'm like, when was the last time I took a photo of my own son? (laughs) When was the last time that I captured my own family moments, right? And I prioritize that. That's not cool. We need to change that. But I think that kind of ties into that previous step, you know, of of taking a break from social media every so often and limiting your consumption time. And and I guess it's the other side of the coin, right? Of you're going to stop being on social media so much and consuming so much content that is thrown at us. And you're going to start creating your own content, not because you have to post on Instagram, not because it's Insta worthy, but just because of your creativity and wanting to do something fun and creative for yourself, for your family. I think the more that you create, obviously the more practice you get and the better you're going to become at your craft. But at the same time, the more you're creating, the less you're going to be consuming. And the less you're consuming, the more you're going to feel confident in what you are doing and what value you bring in your creativity. You're going to be more confident in who God called you to be because you know and you remember that feeling of creating something just for you, not because somebody else did something similar, not because you're probably going to get a lot of likes and you're probably going to get shared and featured on this other account or whatever else. Just don't forget to be creative just for yourself. The way that you started, the way that you initially fell in love with photography. So I really hope that you are able to take these and these will help you take steps to get rid of imposter syndrome. And at the same time, like I said, it's a battle. It's in our minds and we may not completely get rid of it, but we can fight it and we can overcome it. It's kind of like that saying of can't make birds stop flying over your head, but you can prevent them from building a nest on your hair or something like that, right? (laughs) So it's the same thing. Yes, the thoughts may come. Yes, the enemy may keep wanting to deceive you into thinking that you are not good enough, that somebody else is way better than you, that you are not at the level that you need to be. But it is up to us to swat those thoughts and replace them with the truth of the word of God of who he says that we are and what he says about his calling in our lives. 
And I'm just going to leave you with this. You are not a bad person for feeling like you're stuck down the comparison spiral all the time. Like I said, I still have to remind myself and I still get stuck in thinking about, well, what are other people thinking about me? What are other people saying about me? I think it's natural to some degree. I think we all battle with it. But acknowledge it, acknowledge that this is something that you need to battle with and fight off and then don't let yourself just sit there too long. Also find your circle of other creatives and other photographers that you can talk to when you're feeling this way, when you're starting to feel burnt out. Community can be a huge help if you find the right people because they can remind you and cheer you on when you can't remember why you're doing this in the first place. Just keep going. You know that God put this dream in your heart so you can trust him to continue to help you feel that vision. And he's going to be with you every step of the way. Hey, 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 if this episode has you excited to take back your business and your time so that you can build a photography business that truly stands out, I would love it if you screenshot as you're listening and share it on your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag me at Marina Anaya Photography so I can come say hey. You can also connect with me in my Facebook group at bit.ly slash called to stand out podcast so I can be your personal cheerleader as you grow your photography business. Lastly, I would also really appreciate it if you just took two minutes to leave a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts so we can really grow this community and others can also be encouraged. I can't wait till next time. And hey, don't forget that you are called to stand out. Thank you.